All right, team, listen up. In order to meet our quota this year, we're going to have to spend all night working on these final orders. With all of us here, it can only take us 14 hours to complete this task and be ready for our next quarter's orders to begin coming in. Don't worry, refreshments will be provided as long as you get this work done in an orderly fashion. However, before we begin this monumentous undertaking, let me advise you that this podcast contains adult language, mature situations, recipes involving rum, exquisite culinary delights, long-running manga series, office ladies with a hankering for some boss loving, mouth-watering descriptions, and truly manly, secretive salarymen with a passion for cooking. Listener discretion is advised. Let's get to work. For his family, he can cook too. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga Review, some podcasts and vetting reviews about connecting and answering narratives. I'm your host, Don, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and yes, what's up? Yeah, we're back. It's been, well, not that long, a couple of weeks, but hey, we're here, we're ready for some fun, and definitely, we're here to make your mouth water a little bit with some very interesting stories. But beforehand, let me tell you, you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spyrokin.com. You can email us at spyrokin at gmail.com or me at zan at spyrokin.com. That's zan, X-A-N, not Z-A-N. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on MySpace. We're on Bebo. We're on Instagram. We're on all that lovely stuff. And you can find us at a con near you. The next one we're going to, I believe, is going to be Otakon in Baltimore. But I digress. So how are you guys doing today? I've been alright. Things have been going a little bit okay. Work's been a little bit tough. Life's been a little bit crazy. But you know what? It's Zen time. It's time to relax. time to get things done. And just time to enjoy life for what it is. Because honestly, you have to sit down. You have to enjoy the little things in life. That's the main thing you have to worry about. But I digress. I know what you're here for. You're not here to listen to me babble about this, that, and the other thing. You're here to listen to me talk about... That's right, manga. So let's get right to it. So, if you remember from the last episode of the Spark and Manga Review, I spun that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. And it dictated unto us to be reviewing a manga which, well, it's kind of famous. 
You're probably wondering, why is it famous, Zan? The reason why it's famous is because this is the fourth longest running manga series by number of volumes. That It's a pretty big undertaking. There's 124 volumes of this manga. Unfortunately, it hasn't been released over here, but we've had a version of it released. Let me explain. Now, this manga was written by Tochi Uyama, and it was published by Kodansha and Weekly Morning. That's the same publication that releases Drops of God, Piano No Mori, and Billy Bat. Some of those we've reviewed, some we haven't yet. But it's a lot of seinen manga, so obviously the demographic is for older gentlemen, people over the age of 18 and under the age of 50. It's a little more realistic. It's not as fanciful, but this is a little more dream fiction, but we're not here. It started coming out in 1985, and it's still coming out. That's how popular it is. There's also an anime series of 151 episodes. 151! Now, yes, I know that's not Naruto or Bleach level of episodes, but for a seinen series... That's pretty fucking big, and especially for the subject matter at hand, which is a slice-of-life food sent in manga. Unlike with Drops of God, where it's a competition where, you know, you have that whole, oh no, there's a bad guy who has to discover who can learn what the Drops of God is first. This apostle, they can figure out, they're going to fight with each other to determine who knows this wine or whatever. This is a little more relaxed, a little more sedate. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about Cooking Papa. Now, I first heard about this series from Aaron and Noah of the Ninja Consultants at their cooking manga panel way back in Anime Next 2009. And I saw the trailer for it, I heard him talk about it, and I was like, this sounds kind of interesting, but I haven't really looked into it too much until it became kind of available. Now, no, Kodansha hasn't released it over here. Hopefully, eventually they will, but right now they haven't, so... Unfortunately, Jolly Roger Ahoy and off to open waters to find this manga, and... Find it, I did. Even though I did buy a legitimate copy of the raw manga from Kinokuya, so I do own it. Just had to get a translation, because unfortunately my katakana sucks. I'm not too good at reading it. But, again, we digress. Now, Cooking Papa is a pretty simple story. It's about Kazuma Ariwa. Now, he is the sales to manager for a major conglomerate, the uh, Kanamura Corporation. And... He's the boss. He's this big, stocky guy with a big, square jaw, and he's a jerk to them. He makes them do their work, and he's the typical boss you'd think of, like, you better get your work done now. Are those reports on my desk? Get them done. But he's caring. Like, if they're not feeling well, he'll say, hey, take care of that cold, or do this or that. And one thing he's famous for is the fact that every time at lunch, he brings lunch that his quote-unquote wife made, and his boss, this old guy named Higashiyama Tetsuo, shows up and says, Hey, Ariwa, you got lunch? I'll trade you. I bought this really expensive dinner from the restaurant down the street, and I'll trade it for your homemade dinner that lunch that your wife made. Can I have it? And Ariwa's like, okay, you're my boss, so sure, have my homemade spring rolls. And, you know... Tetsuo's like, this is the best thing ever. Your wife is such an amazing cook. She, you, you're so lucky to have her. And Ari was like, uh, thank you, sir. Um, they get back to work, and at the end of the day, Ariwa gets on his bike, rides the five minutes to his house, because he lives right by his job like a good salary man. And when he gets home, he takes care of his son, Makoto. And he also starts preparing for dinner. You see, here's the funny part. Unlike most traditional households, Ari was the one who cooks, not his wife. His wife works full-time 
as a photographer for this magazine, and she spends half the time going out with her coworkers and getting completely shit-faced. So when she comes home, she's like, Hey, honey, how you doing? What's for dinner? And, you know, she'll or she'll want to have sex with him, or she'll be there to be with her husband, and whenever she tries to cook, it comes out terribly. But Ariwa loves to cook. He's good at it. Like, he's amazing at it, and he makes all these good foods. And each chapter is about him making the food, which is specific for the episode. Like Bartender, like El Sommelier, it has something to do with the situation at hand. Now, the first one is just a very simple, he comes home and he cooks something for the family. The second one, his co-workers are working late night, so he makes a treat for them and makes them some homemade ice cream. And then the next one, it's his wife has a former colleague show up, and the colleague's down in his luck because his wife left him, so he makes bachelor's curry, and he, that's completed in their regular curry, and brings it back to his childhood and makes him happy. And the whole joke of the series is that no one except for one person at his job knows he can cook. And that is his kind of assistant. It's the office lady whose name is Yomiko Kimura. And she's a sales suit officer. She works underneath him. And she is madly in love with Ariwa. She has dreams about sleeping with him and being with him. And how his wife is so happy. And how she'd love to be with him. And she knows the secret of him cooking. And, you know, all the office parties and things. She's kind of always snuggling up to him. and But she, she won't break that barrier it's an unrequited love that she has for her boss, that respect. So she keeps this secret of him being able to cook to herself. So it's their own little thing they have in between each other. But she's just one of the many people who are at this job that she works at. There's also other people who don't suspect a thing, who come to him because he's the awesome chief. But meanwhile, you have the other office mate. This guy whose name is uh, Hajime Tanaka, who for some bizarre reason, Cooking Papa calls him as Bartley. He's like, Bartley, get this done. You're like, why the hell are you calling him Bartley? We don't know. It's probably something that's explained way later. I only read 15 chapters, probably way later. But Bartley is the screw up at the job that constantly Ariwa, Cooking Papa, is always making food to make him feel better without letting him know. Like, he'll kind of sneak it in. They'll say, oh, your wife's such a good cook, or this magically appeared. It's so yummy. And that's all this manga is about. It's about cooking. And the cool thing is that after the little story setup or whatever happens, like there's one where um, Tetsuo goes to Ari and says, look, here's the problem. You said before that there's no food that can make you slim, but follow me. Let's go to this gym. Oh, those girls are hot, but no. See in the back, all those fat chicks? See that one in the black leotard? That's my wife, and she's getting fatter by the minute. Is there any type of food which can make her thin but still be filling and i was like well let me ask my wife and then he goes home and he starts jotting down things in a notebook brings some food and goes to his boss says well look here's this stuff it's surf and turf here's how it works you got filled with rice because rice it's filling it's low in calories and it'll help you go poop and according to my wife it's good for you and you just eat it with this and that and just remember you can't use any such things you have to use balsamic dressing and this will make it good. It gives you exactly how to make this surf and turf, all the directions on how to make it, and why it's healthy for you. And, you know, eventually it works and it makes saves a day, or it's just something they eat and then just some other shenanigans happen. And that's how this manga works. Each one is something different. Now, the first one, like I said, is Italian casserole, which I'm not a fan of. But the second one was pretty cool. It's 
rum raisin ice cream. I hate rum raisin, but the way to make ice cream, it was the same. It's just you change the flavor, and it works. It also had this vegetable mixed rice. Now, unfortunately, it has beef in it, so I don't know why it's called the vegetable mixed rice, but whatever. It tasted good. You had the curry. You had egg toast, which sounds a lot like egg in a basket or... um. Well, I forgot the British term for it was. Toad in a hole, I think. But it's essentially that. You know, you have beak fish sashimi. You have gyoza. You have um, uh, noramaki sushi. And then the thing which I found the best was this kind of sweet apple. Very easy to make. And I could literally tell you how to do it right now. You just take an apple. You cut about a quarter inch off the top. You leave it. You leave it, though. Cut the quarter inch off the top vertically, so it's almost like, you know, you take the top off. Then you scoop out the core and all the seeds. Then you take that area, you fill it halfway with sugar, halfway with butter, and then you fill the rest with rum. You put the top back on, you put it in the oven for X amount of minutes, and then when it comes out, it's sweet and it's relaxing and it's good for colds. I didn't know that. I tried it. It's awesome, even though most of my rum is pretty strong. It's like 140 proof. But, again, I digress on you who are under the age of 18. Rum is bad. You could use brown sugar instead. It's a pretty cool manga. I have to admit that. And I was surprised I'd never heard of it till now. And it's just so intriguing the way it's done. Unlike with last week's episode, Bambino, where it was like, it's all about the drama. It's all about then. The drama is just the wrapping in the paper. I mean, the fact is, Cooking Papa is the fucking man. I mean, he has a full-time job where he's the boss. He's good at sports. He's good at math. He's good at science. He helps his son out. He helps his wife out. He cleans the house. His parents-in-law love him. He is the alpha male. And then later on, he's able to get another kid from his wife. He knocks her up. And, like, he's just the fucking man. I mean, yes, he does have some things he can't do. Like, he can't fly an airplane because he gets sick. But... Still, he's the fucking man. You're like, hey, I want to be that guy. I want to be Cooking Papa. I want to be Ariwa. And it's that power fantasy, which is pretty cool, and it's something that's actually obtainable. Well, in our current economy, not really. You can't become a manager because of all the fat cats. But it's theoretically obtainable. It's not something completely out there like, I'm going to become the next Gundam pilot, which I know most of us want to be Gundam pilots. Don't get me wrong, but realistically... It might not be happening for the next 40 years. Maybe 50 years, but not 40 years. But it's still pretty cool. It's interesting, and it's fun. Now, here's the big thing, though. If you are under the age of 18, you're going to find this boring as shit. Because I could picture my younger self reading this and being like, this sucks, there's no action, there's nothing. It's just a guy who's over the age of 30 getting his life together. Or his he has his life together and he's just existing. If you're over the age of 21, this is fucking awesome. It's interesting, it's compelling, and it's unique. And it's not too beyond the real, like I've been saying. Now, I know you guys know I'm going to give this. I'm going to give this a really, really, really fucking cool. It's intriguing, it's fun. Now, for those of you who are under the age, you're probably going to give it a gift from Crazy Aunt Muriel. Okay, but forgettable. But it is interesting. If you want to check it out now, and you think it's meh, check it again in about two, three years. I guarantee you'll like it. The art style is kind of old school. It looks very similar to Rumiko Takahashi's work from Ranma, Inuyasha, Rene, Meisani Koku. All of that, it's very similar. The only difference is that, like I said, Cooking Papa has a really big jaw. It's very 80s style. You can see it's old school, but it works. 
it's not too crazy. It's not too out there. And it's in a world where you can buy it. It's not too crazy. I mean, the only thing you find that's stupid is that Ariwa doesn't drive a car. He rides a bike. It's the only thing that I don't buy. I mean, if he's a freaking level two manager, he should be driving a car. Even if he's in Japan, he should be like a boss. But I digress. So, highly recommend this manga. Check it out. Email me, zantspirekin.com or spirekin at gmail.com and tell me what you think. I guarantee you're going to like it. So, remember, like I said, check us out at spirekin.com. Email me at zantspirekin.com. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. And let's get to that part you all waiting for. What am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only. Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with ten slots on what we're going to do. Is we're going to spin that one, not only the Wheel of Manga. Whenever and it lands on this reviewing in the next episode of the Sparkin' Manga Review, episode 172. And it should be fun because we've got some pretty interesting stuff coming out, including, well, stuff about boobs, stuff about science, and stuff about, well, murder. So let's see and spin what we're going to review in the next episode of the Spark and the Manga Review. Whoa, number 10 again. What? I guess I got to fix this because the 10 came up again. This is crazy. But in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, we're going to be reviewing... Sekirei? Sekirei? Really? Ah, fuck. So, in the next episode, we're reviewing a fighting series about big-titted girls. This should be fun. I mean, on the one hand, big-titted girls, but on the other hand, panty shots. We'll see if it's better than the anime. So, I guess that's it for this episode of the Spark and Mong Review. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Check it out. Email us, sparkandgmail.com. Remember, we're going to be at Otakon. If you want to check us out or see us there, uh, I'll be walking around with a bunch of stuff in a bag. You'll see it. It's got a Spice and Wolf brown bag I'll be walking around with and wearing a... Well, I'm wearing my... Not now I'm busy shirt, which has a stick figure playing video games, but it is what it is. So I guess it's it for this episode. So remember, have a nice day and I hope you guys enjoy this episode. We'll catch you next time. See you.